0: Assalamu alaikum. this is your brother and host Zeki Ahmed and I am super excited as always to welcome you to our next episode of Al-Maghrib Crew U. For those joining us for the first time, what Al-Maghrib Crew U is, it's a monthly exclusive program that we have for our volunteer body all around the Al-Maghrib world. And what we do with this program is every month we invite on an exciting speaker to focus, laser focus, on a different topic centered around our personal, our spiritual, and our professional development. Today I have with me someone who I'm very excited to welcome onto the program. He's going to give us a session that's very different than what we're used to. We're going to be taking more of a workshop approach today and working on different aspects of transforming our life through the power of Qur'anic transformation. And he's going to be talking about more of what that is later on. The guest that we have today with us is Imam Wissam Sharif. So for those of you who aren't familiar with him, I'm sure all of you are familiar with him, but for those who aren't, Imam Wissam Sharif is the instructor and leader of our Qur'an revolution program under Al-Maghrib Institute, which is an amazing program. It's been making waves all around the world and through this program as well as through other programs that he has started such as his own program AQL, he has been able to impact many people around the world online and offline. He's personally taught over 25,000 students in the area of Quran and bringing them closer to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is going to be a very exciting session and I'm going to let Imam Sam get right into it right now. JazakAllah khair for joining us and let's get started with the session.
1: As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everyone. Our sense of salam upon you, around you, and may salam emanate in all things that you are doing. Much welcome to everyone. Great to have everyone with us. So if you all would sit up in a posture of dignity, because there's no way I can communicate a feeling and experience to you if you're watching me like a TV show. There's plenty of videos on me on YouTube. Type my name in, watch those. But if you want to lift up your engage your experience. Please find your pelvic bone, sit. If you're in a chair, make sure you're just rocking. Find your pelvic bone, stack your hips, suck your belly button upwards. And roll your shoulders and drop your chin. So naturally when we sit, we sometimes slouch or we get that locked shoulder. So I'd like for you to find the shoulder joint, roll it forward and that naturally drops your chin and lift up your sternum, lift up your immune system. And with that, as soon as you've hit stacked hips, suck the belly button up. We're not at the beach, don't suck it in. All the way up, pulling up the diaphragm, rolling the shoulder and the frame forward, dropping your chin, lifting your sternum, give me a number one once you get that in the chat box. If you found that and you feel that deep open breath, then blow out the air with puffy cheeks, (sighs) Abdurrahman in family, assalamu alaikum. Abir, assalamu alaikum. Ahmed in family, assalamu alaikum. Those from Stockholm, assalamu alaikum. Brother Asad, assalamu alaikum. Rashida Khan in family, assalamu alaikum. Harun, assalamu alaikum. Jannat, assalamu alaikum. Shabir, assalamu alaikum. Maryam and Umar Malik, assalamu alaikum. Reem, Shireen's phone, assalamu alaikum. The Random in family, assalamu alaikum. Yusuf Zaki, Danish, assalamu alaikum. For those of you who are watching and trying to engage in this month's installment, today is entitled, Transforming Your Day with Qur'an. Barakallahu feekum. Abir, wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So once you find yourself stacked with the hips and shoulders lined up, I hope all of you can take a deep breath in through your mouth like you're sucking in through a straw. And then, with your chin down, right to left, like you're doing taslim. Deep breath in. Receive as-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhum. May the source of abundance and salam pour salam upon you and refill your reservoirs of abundance. Assalamu salamu alaykum rahmatullah once you realize that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written for you specifically abundance then may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring salam all around you one of our goals for today how can you bring salam all around you it starts by manifesting and writing down your duas and having them come into your life then you're surrounded by salam and if you find the idea of abundance and salam all around you to be a peaceful thought Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah may salam then begin to emanate within your thoughts and if you like that idea of thinking salam yeah i'm thinking a peaceful thought right now then believe it or not your salam is then entering into your cells which we call cellular salam and once your cells are in this salamic flow we ask that the routines and rituals of our life lead us to purposefulness wholeness and meaningfulness Hence, a sense of salam in our routines and rituals. If you read Super Genes by Deepak Chopra, you'll understand how to bring salam into your DNA. Lastly, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to those of you who have accepted your place in the universe as energy, not as thoughts, not as a, not as a physical body or sexuality, but the acceptance that you are your iman. You are the energy within your belief, and that belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then powers you. May your energy be full of salam. May your energy that you bring to the earth be full of purposefulness, wholeness. One last time, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So tell me if I'm wrong here with a one or two in the chat box. How many of us would like to better understand our dua? i.e. make our supplications more personal. Because I'm going to throw this out to you. Ahmed, can you think about saying, oh Allah, I don't want to go to hell. Yo, when are you going to find out when that dua gets answered? Think about it. Has everyone prayed for heaven or hell? Yes. Oh Allah, save me from hellfire. Give me paradise. How do you know that dua is going to be answered? I don't know. you You roll the roulette table and say, well, we'll find out on the day of judgment. Does that sound... Like, good planning to you? (laughs) Not at all. It doesn't sound like you believe in the one you asked. When you pull up to the McDonald's window and you say, hey, I hope you're not ever eating McDonald's. When you pull up to the drive-thru and you say, this is how I want it, you expect it at window number two. Unfortunately, when we ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, A, we aren't specific to ourselves. I'll give you an example here, simple. I'll take a one in the chat box. How many of us have said, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana? Yo, where's my one? Where, where's my one? So we've all said it. Now, Reem, can you, uh, Reem and Abdurrahman, you guys just help me. Let's do the basic translation. We're still on step one, making our dua more, understanding how it works. So, in our benefit, what does Rabbana mean? Can we put drop that in the chat box? Rabbana. Oh, our Lord. Uh, I beckon you, our Lord. What does atina mean? Give us. atina. give us, bring us, give us. Thank you. It's okay to fill the chat box up. Fit dunya, in the dunya, hasana. Now, this is a curveball. I don't want to like, I don't want to make you feel bad. But what does hasana mean? What does it mean to you? We're going to go right into this right now. So, Rabbana, atina fit dunya, hasana. Something that is good, goodness, uh, bounty, barakah, blessing, multifold, right? That's your Sunday school answer, you adorable person. That's your, it means goodness. But Jawaria and Reem and Abir, what is hasana to you? Huge difference. Do you agree there? And I'm going to give you a quick curveball. Please answer the question. It'll help us understand. If for example, it's a very lighthearted example, we all go, Rabbana atina fid dunia hasana. Oh Allah, oh Allah, we want goodness. How many people like ice cream? Let me just get a number one in the chat box. Okay, a Jewariya, Reem, Zaki. Oh, we got triple. Zaki, when you eat ice cream, if you were eating ice cream, could you say, oh Allah, you gave me hasana. Now, anyone lactose intolerant? Ice cream will throw your stomach all over the place. Yeah, okay. I want you to think about this with me. If one person was saying, God, give me a huge sundae with double scoop and fudge and ice cream, that's hasana to them, correct? Can anyone now understand that me praying for ice cream is not hasana? It's badness, it's bloating, it's stomach pain. You get it? One man's goodness, one woman's goodness, definitely not my goodness. And number two, Oh, Allah, give me goodness. Oh, Allah, give me Akhira, 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 Quran, Sunnah, good wife, all the, you know, the stuff that you pray for, except then how many of us want the concept of personal development in our life? But then you do personal development, everyone's like, oh, look at this selfish guy. Where does it say in Quran and Sunnah to do personal development? It's like, what? So can anyone agree on this point before we catapult into our exercise? Personal development sometimes is seen as not religious, selfish, self-centered, focusing on you, not the ummah. I feel like in many cases, Muslims talk about besides Sheikh Muhammad Al Sharif, of course, everyone's going to realize besides him. When you talk about time management, uh, personal development, uh, loving yourself more, personal kindness, um, self-love, stretching, fitness—you don't necessarily think, ah, Quran and Sunnah. You don't necessarily say, hey, let me invest in in the Sunnah so that my life can get personally better. I can become more wealthy, a better communicator, better in business. We don't do that. We do the, oh, let me go sacrifice my life more, and then I'll become more religious. So today, because I hope after today's session, you would like to meet again, I want to plot out five basic topics or five basic steps. Don't think of them as topics. Five stepping stones that will lead you to the conclusion of paradise, lead you to the ultimate consequence, which is jannah. Now, if you mess this up and you get to Jahannam somehow, that's between you and Allah. But you can at least say, "Ya Allah, I'm putting this uh, system out in front of me." So today, instead of us discussing how Quran, reading Quran every day is going to transform your life, which is not my topic, can you use Quranic duas to transform your personal development? Yeah, and and. Uh, I don't know how else to tell you. Uh, I live the exact life that I want, the way that I want, and under the circumstance. And I think it's all because of Him. Like, not I pray Sunnah and tahajjud all the time. I, I live life the way I want. I believe I'm doing what I was born to do. Like, my life purpose is being fulfilled. And I don't think that's going to come from just sitting on the sidelines saying, Oh Allah, give me goodness. It's like, you haven't even defined what's goodness. So if you will today, I'm going to give you the first concept, if you'll start with me, and it's called Quranic transformation. All of us want a way to improve our dua, transform ourself and our communication with Allah, which sounds like such a tough thing, khushu and spirituality, it's tough. Not when you you're just up front with Allah. Would you all like to start the exercise now? It's going to lead into Quranic transformation. Once we're done, I'm going to tell you about the perfect day, the way that you can develop the perfect day. Ready? All right. So let's make three bins. Give me three bins. In bin number one, in, in bin number one, will you please write experiences? Bin number one is going to be experiences that I want to have. So it's gonna be like a chart. Here goes, in 12 months, in 24 months, and in 36 months, what are the experiences that I want to have, okay? Places I wanna see growth, ways I want to help humanity or the ummah. Depends on where your iman is. If you hate everyone and think they're all going to hell, then how are you gonna help the ummah? If your heart is open enough to love all of mankind, How are you going to benefit the world? So can I get those three in the chat box, please? Experiences that you would like to have. Let's try that together. Bismillah. You know there's someone kicking themselves in the foot. They're like, I thought we were just going to like watch a TV show and he was going to talk. Yeah, your life is not going to change. You could watch 70 hours of lectures. Your life's not going to change. Okay, friends. Now let's try it together. Because how many people have done a goal setting exercise before and then you just start writing stuff down? I want this. I want this. And then for crazily enough, you'll get the things you want, except you won't get the feeling that you want. So can anyone name a simple experience that you'd like to have in the next 12 months? You know, I want to be able to wake up for Fajr on my own. I want to be able to skydive. I want to be able to um, have a, a conversation with my mom or dad without getting irritated. Jawaria, you got to help me with that. That is a loaded word, though. Khushu. What does khushu mean? It's, it's just a fairy tale word, uh, not Islamically. I'm just saying it's a word used to tell you you're not adequate. Jawaria, how do you know you don't have khushu in your salah? I'm poking. I'm poking. A beer, I like it. So, experience, what would I like to have? I'd like to go to Hajj. Boom. Okay. I want to go to Hajj, but Hajj, you still got to go a little bit uh, further. Abir, what's the experience you want in Hajj? You could go to Hajj and not like it. Become functional health coach. The Runum. Hello. Good for you. Visit your home country. Okay. Launch a book I'm working on. I like it. Uh, Launch the book. Zaki, you got to go more. See, experience someone coming up to me and saying, hey, man, I read your book. It was so beneficial. Tell me if that doesn't feel better, Zaki. Ahmed, visit my home country and sit next to my family, my aunt or my motherly figure, and she'll feed me my, you know, the fresh bread of the house I want to experience. Tell me if that feels better. Javeria, talk to me more. Do something about the podcast. The confidence of having my 10th podcast in a row and the invigoration that I know I'm affecting people's lives. Come on. Going back to uni and studying a completely new field, there we go. Now that's an experience that might even be a place that you wanna see uh, uh, how you're gonna benefit or a place that you want growth. Can anyone see where I'm going with this logic? When you say, I wanna go to Hajj, I wanna do the class, I want to do this, I want to do podcast, then your brain is gonna say 50 reasons, oh, you can't, you're busy, you have this to do, you're not good enough, you didn't pray Fajr, uh, you do bad things. When you say a thing, you're going to come up with 10 excuses why you can't get there. I want the feeling of having people to benefit from my podcast. Nothing can stop you from getting there. I'll take a number one in the chat box if you're getting that concept. So Reem, guys, at Javeria, can you tell me I want, the, I want to experience dot, dot, dot not the feeling of launching a podcast. I want the experience of being consistent in a podcast. Where's my Hajj person? Uh, uh, A beer. Uh, I want a hundred days of Hajj preparation, ya Allah, so I can experience Hajj. That's amazing. Let me get 100 days of preparation, diet change, workout regimen, praying in the sauna, uh, cold dips, uh, intermittent fasting, come on. Say it out loud with pride. I want to experience ecstasy with my Lord. I want to experience transcendence. Now watch Rashida. I have changed my focus. Now I find that I'm studying Arabic. See, uh, you Rashida tell me and anyone else if you can understand. When you say I'll learn Arabic so I learn Allah so I get close to Allah. You just put conditions on God. So, Allah, I'll take my ecstasy on Thursday and make sure that it's like, you know, between the hours of 4 and 5 because I'm busy at 8 o'clock. Who said Arabic is going to be, bu- uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little salty here, but who said Arabic is going to make you closer to Allah? I know a bunch of Arabs. I know a bunch of people who, who know more grammar than all of us and they're horrible human beings. So, I don't know. Work with me here, Rashida. Are you, are you, do you see that? I will study Arabic so I understand and you're correct. Except that's not an experience. So friends, I know I'm really fishing hard here, but you're putting stipulations on the goal. I just want an experience. And the reason why I'm going so hard with you guys here it is so that you can understand this is not that easy of a story. Right? It's not. It's not easy just to do this. You have to sit down and put some time into it. Ooh, I like this. I want to experience the excitement of changing people's lives by teaching them a healthy lifestyle. If I may, I believe that is the first answer that's applicable to the exercise. May Allah give you Hajj, may Allah give you family members, but this is just going back to wishing now. Someone who has a clear cut goal. That's beautiful. Let's go. Number two. Now, what's a place you want to see growth? How many people? Okay. I'd love to learn Arabic, Uh, may God give you Arabic. I, I, I just don't want you to, how many people have had a goal and reached it? And how, okay, and in addition, give me a double one, how many people had a goal and said, oh Allah, if I just get to do this, then I will love you all the time, and I'll never miss Fajr, and I'll never do this. How many people? Yes, okay. And then how many people have reached the goal, but didn't get happy? make 50 grand in a summer, drive a Bentley, whatever you can imagine. Yeah. But then when you're sitting, driving the Bentley, you're like, but Allah, I thought it was going to be, yeah, exactly. I thought it was going to be different. So if you're lending yourself to this idea now experiences, they can be the, the expectation can be beat. Please tell me one to two places that you would like to see growth in your life, health, Ability to communicate with Allah, I'm going to keep poking at you guys. I love the Arabic, but I want you to leave Allah in the equation. For those of you who are all like frantic, but what about the Arabic? May Allah give you Arabic. But let me tell you as someone who learned Arabic, studied it, you get to the end of Arabic and that beautiful epiphany. Yeah, I can understand Quran and you still have to bring Allah into the equation. Okay. I wanted a few more places of growth. Does anyone want to learn a new language besides Arabic? Does anyone want to learn sign language to play an instrument? I don't know, to understand how different things work. Uh, and I know you're, you're fiddling with your Haram uh, wand over there. Can you broaden your horizons? I think, uh, who is it? Reem wants to read a few more books. Javario, like you guys want to grow. I like that. How are you going to benefit the world? I wrote mine, you know what I wrote three years ago? Quran Revolution. I wrote it down. I said I want to experience changing people's lives online. I need the communication skills to talk to people passionately through a camera, like I'm talking to them live. And how am I going to help the world? I'm going to make 10,000 people learn Quran. What's my goal. So I'm just going to leave you guys out here now because it is the 30th minute of the hour. I want to move 35th. So yes, this could take you an hour to do, But it's fun. I mean, you'll watch a movie for two and a half hours. So like give this 40 minutes, sit, have fun. Friends, we're at 12 months, guys. What about 24? Who wants to memorize the entire Quran? Don't tell me, write it down. I would like to experience one Ramadan where I read the whole Quran. That's an experience. Okay. so. Can you pretend, this is a lot of visualization now, can you pretend that you did this exercise? Pretend, imagine you wrote for like 45 minutes, you had like 38 different color pencils, you did the whole exercise, who did it with me? Just pretend for a second, how many people did it? Can you imagine? All right, Reem, how do you guys feel? You have this huge sheet, it must feel amazing. You want experiences, you have details, you, you, you want a beautiful wedding dress, you want to look fantastic, you've got it all done, great job, good communication, uh, good responsibility in the community, and how do you, you've got it. Now, we're going to go to the next phase, which is the tr- Quranic <laughs> transformation. That next phase is summarized into three questions. Uh, number one, who, is your lord in a personal level who is your lord who are you to your lord who are you what is your request now let's see how this lines up when i say can anyone name any dua any rabbana in the quran anyone just try i'll I'll do a, a first one for us a little simply so here is Rabbana atina fid dunya Oh Malika and family you picked the Rabbana that I write one every 6 months to like shape my life and my Rabbana for 2018 I wish I had it here with you is Rabbish rahli sadri So if I may it's a little advanced but in that case would you be able to, Malika, at home? Can you identify these three questions? Rabbi, who is your lord? Rabbish Rahli, who are you in this scenario? What does it feel like to have your chest open? What does it feel like to have the knots removed from your tongue? So I'm gonna I'm going to try. I'm gonna ask you all a question. As human beings, when is the only moment you can worship your Lord? Hmm, Abir, maybe your answer is correct, but on a clock, uh, in time-space, in the metaphysical time-space continuum of the multi-universe. You got it, Zaki, now. There is only now. So when I ask you right now, who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to you? You have to be able to answer, yes, You've got 99 names of Allah, so then pick one. But in this moment, is God some describable to you? Can you describe him right now? The one who gave me confidence, the one who put me in the situation to be here in the first place. Who are you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Try with me, guys. Who are you now, i.e., in this moment, okay, there you go, tarannam, that's beautiful. Tarannam, you would literally start, Rabbana, my giver of everything. Now, who are you to Allah? Are you are, are you a sinner? Are you in trouble? Are you in pain? Are you in debt? Are you confused? Oh, are you a newbie to dua? Oh, giver of all things clean and pure. I'm new to this. It's me. I'm new to this. Who are you now? Don't give me the right answer Do you want to put the right answer in your dua? Or do you want to put the painful answer? The answer that belongs there Allah, it's me The one who did that sin that you know about last night Oh Allah, it's me The one who has hatred in his heart for such, such a thing Oh, Amina, G Now we're getting Now that's a real comment Oh Allah, it's me I don't feel loved Oh Allah, I feel alone Boom. Now, watch. The one who never leaves me, the one who is by my side, or the one who fulfills all my needs. Ya Allah, it's me. It doesn't have to be Wissam. It doesn't have to be your name. It has to be you. Because you aren't thoughts, and you aren't a name, and you aren't a body. You are being now. In this moment, is anyone brave enough to tell me, فِي dunya hasana? In this moment of being connected with our Lord and knowing our Lord right now, what is hasana? There's no right answer to this. I got it. I know what my hasana is. Boom. Oh Allah, I want this moment. Oh Allah, I want to be doing this activity with hundreds of people. I want to find out their life experiences and help them get to it. I want them to find growth in their life daily. I want them to benefit the world every year that they're alive. And as a result, oh Allah, I want to be doing this activity with them. That's what I just felt right now. So as you can tell, this is not, uh, let me just make this up. You have to to soul search. You have to find out who you are. You have to be vulnerable with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you have to feel significant. I don't know if anyone's willing to come out and say, I don't feel worthy enough or valuable enough to do all of this. Who am I to start talking to Allah all of a sudden? upfront and uh, you know connected like this. What do you think, friends? How do you now feel about this? And let's just take a deep breath in. 44th minute of the hour, a lot has happened, a lot went on, but we made three bins, 12 months, 24 months and 36 months. We identified the things that we wanted, personal gains in life. Then we came back to our Lord and we got specific. So if anyone really wants to put their finger on what we did, we just raised our perception of Allah. Your iman didn't change, your Islam didn't change. You raised your perception of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Isn't the feeling of not, uh, of constantly uh, being thankful, uh, reliant on Allah's mercy, isn't that the sign of a mu'min? And, and, and here's the other thing is, so what version of Islam are you going to reach? Like Super Saiyan, GT level, Liu Kang 9, Mortal Kombat 16. What level are you going to get up to where you stop sinning? It doesn't exist. It's just like the word khushu and uh, tawakkul. And they're just, they, they're true words in our religion, and in our, but they've been used as shame guards. Do you have tawakkul? Do you have yaqeen? Tawakkul ala Allah. They're not used properly inappropriate i would say so yeah because J- J- Javaria and to all of us when we feel not valuable when we feel unworthy who are we passing a judgment on please just say it out like you're supposed to say it flat out who are you judging you didn't make you you didn't make your decision to be alive so when you say i'm not worthy to worship allah yeah thank you very much thank you very much And that's the tough part we don't... So who are you to start judging on Allah? Who are you to be, you know, doubting Allah So just my thought here, friends, I want to conclude here. I want to conclude here and start reeling it back in. Who is my Lord? Who are you to your Lord? And what is your request? Now, do you you realize where the third level is going to go, friends? I am now going to ask you, Take any Rabbana in the Quran, write the whole thing out, and then start filling it in. Oh, beautiful. Jaria, let's do it. Rabbana, O our Lord. La tuzikulu bana. O our Lord, do not divert our hearts. O creator, O one who makes my heart beat. Oh, no, I got one. Right now, Allah to me, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the one who knows how many times my heart beat, has beaten, and how many times it's going to beat. Oh Lord, it's me, Wissam, whose heart you know, Allah. That's it, that's actually, it's me, Wissam, the heart you know. Yeah, I would just leave it at that. Now, what's the request here? Juveria, Rashida, um, uh, any of the brothers, Zaki, you guys, can you hear what's being said in this Rabbana? In order for you to say, God, don't turn my heart away from guidance once it's guided, what are you accepting? I want you to say this out loud. When you say, Oh Allah, don't turn my heart away from guidance once it's been guided. What do you have to accept? I know you UKers are so used to like hating, feeling not valuable and, but think about it. Yes, you guys got it. Don't let our hearts deviate from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you've been guided. That's it, guys. My beloved friends, what misguided person is inspired to make this dua? Man, the most illogical people in the world, sometimes Muslims. Allah, guide me. Oh, my love, look at your hands. Look at who you're talking to. Why do we assume we're not guided? Why, ta 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 Because it's easier to ring a bell. I'm a sinner. I'm so horrible. I'm going to hell. That allows you not to be positive, not to maintain your yaqeen and and trust and reliance on Allah. I'm a sinner. I'm going to hell. Get over yourself. ربنا <laughs> لا because even if I'm guided now, Ya Allah, you're the one who keeps the GPS signal uh, consistent. So yes, I got a little uh, wrapped up in my emotions there, but that's fair. We are brought up to believe very, very negatively about our Lord. So reeling it back in, Jawaria, did you see how I did this, Rabbana? Who is my God? Who am I in the scenario? It's me, Wissam, whose light is definitely on. Oh, come on. I'd have to be like a little kooky. <laughs> Otherwise, I am guided, Ya Allah. Please keep me here. Ya Allah, guidance feels like, and in the word, I, I described, I wrote this Rabbana in 2017. And I wrote, Oh Allah, guidance feels like, and if you want to write this down, whenever you have expectations of Allah, He beats them. Whenever you have expectations of God, He beats them. You don't have to feel guided. I understand that. That, that, that's a very big, but can you accept you're in a place of guidance? Do I feel guided right now? No, it's raining outside, it's been a tough day. My joints hurt. That's me personally. Quite frankly, Javeria, I, I really mean this. I believe you are guided because you're sitting in front of us. I'm sorry, that's, how I, that's the value I have of myself. If you made it to my doorstep, girl, you guided like it ain't no thing. Take that single thought. You are eligible for guidance. Now we need to get into the discussion. Ali and family, are you here? Do you want to just drop in one word on what guidance really is? If you don't understand this now, it's okay. True guidance is is accepting the fact that God loves you. Guidance is God's love. Being worthy of God's love is guidance. It's you just accept it and it happens. Once you look at hidayah and guidance and uh, inspiration from God and all that stuff, you know, you're getting inspired, you're learning Quran and Sunnah, you're learning Arabic. Man, I have a chip on my shoulder for Arabic. Um, I'm going to work through it. Once you look at all of these things together, then from the outside, you'll say, oh, look, that person's guided. But that person has also accepted Allah loves me. There's the guidance. If you accept Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you are guided after that, it's fine. You're going to find, yeah, I like it, fine-tuning yourself, but you just have to accept the, the guidance and then you go from there. Okay, friends, I, I said I would conclude uh, with questions and introducing the perfect day. So I'm going to give you, if you would allow me to go to the final conclusion. Okay, so needless to say, I started writing Rabbanas many years ago and it has absolutely shaped my life. I don't go six months without writing a massive, I'll go into a deep two, three days of meditation. Sometimes a rabbana could take up to 20 days to write. One sheet of paper to fill out the questions and to do it, to write it with the colors and to make it work for me, takes 20 days sometimes. And I have done it. And now, do you think I have reached the goals that I wrote on my rabbana? The pictures that I drew on my du'as came verbatim, like looks exactly that way. So what if you write down, Oh God, I want to memorize the whole Quran, or I want to make a million dollars. Go ahead. Who wants a million? A million pounds. Be careful if you say yes, though, because I, you're going to immediately turn that perpetuation, that manifestation. Then when you get it, don't complain to me, brother, what am I supposed to do? So do you think I've hit my targets? Yes. Every single one. What I realize now is the next step is called the perfect day in order for me to reach the destination of a million pounds or memorizing the whole Quran, what type of day do I need to have over and over and over and over and over to get to my destination? I'll take a praise of Allah uh, if that's exciting for you. So the next course, after we do this exercise and you've written a Rabbana and you like wait three months, within 90 days, the universal flow will make your life get give you what you asked for, that's God, Giving you whatever you want—that's Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's bounty. Then you'll start saying, "Hey, if I organized a little bit and focused my energy, I could get to these destinations." And it's called the perfect day. It's a whole—it's uh, a whole another exercise. How do I create uh, ways to pick myself up during the day? What are the main tasks that I need to do every day? If you read a little Quran every day, it goes a long way, right? Every day reading Quran is better than reading ten paras in a day. So that's that final component. I'm I'm excited. I will wait on you all to uh, to see how this went for you. But we started with the experiences, the places of growth and contributions to the world. We 12, 20, 24 and 36 months spanned it. That's up to you now. Then we came down and we wrote a sample Rabbanah. I have a question for you, uh, if you can help me understand. Do we have a WhatsApp or a means of communication? Maybe I could take a picture. These are really intimate, though. So my Rabbanas I don't share with everyone. Naturally, it's going to have, like, my life personal stuff on there. But I'd love to show you how one of my Rabbanas look. And I have, like, a a notebook of them now. Okay, cool. I'm going to try to, uh, like, uh, maybe get one or two pictures out there. But with all my vulnerabilities and with Allah as my witness, this is what I want to do. JazakAllahu khayru al-jaza. All that is clean is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mistakes, misrepresentations, and immaturities are my own. Uh, Anything that was misquoted or inappropriate is not representative of Al-Maghrib or any of its staff. And any mistakes, misquotations, or deviations in aqidah or issues of the like. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing are all to be attributed to me, and I hope the best for you all. Jazakallahu khayr Jazah. jaza. Friends, I came from Umrah, say, about a week ago. Oh, yeah, almost, uh, almost exactly a week ago, and I wrote myself a Rabbana there too. So you could look at this as a lecture, or you could look at this as exactly how I live my life. Jazakallah, khairul jazak, guys. Always a pleasure, a blast to be with you all. Take care, and I will see you all soon. Uh, Jannat, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Abir, assalamu alaikum. Ahmed, thanks a lot. Um, Alin, uh, Alin and family, assalamu alaikum. Amina G., are you from Quran Revolution? Rashida and family, assalamu alaikum. Harun and family, assalamu alaikum. Bastamam, assalamu alaikum. Jannat, assalamu alaikum. Jaweria and Jaweria, assalamu Jaweria Jawaria and Jaweria. Assalamu alaikum. Umar, assalamu alaikum. Reem, assalamu alaikum. Shireen, Shireen, uh, Shireen's phone, assalamu alaikum. Sharina's phone, assalamu alaikum. Aliyah, the Rannum, Zaki, and family. The way we started, friends, may the source of abundance refill your reservoirs of abundance. Assalamu alaikum, wa rahmatullah. May the architect of the universe allow universal flow around you with written du'as becoming manifested. Allahumma ameen. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah and may salam enter your thoughts once an hour twice an hour may salam enter your thoughts may those thoughts affect your cells may you have cellular salam leading you to the routines and rituals for a consistent 20 to 40 days of consistent positive activity leading your cells to take on cellular salam and may your d- genetic code that is identified in your d- DNA may your DNA have salam in it giving generations of your children your offspring salam till people say why are their kids like that oh it's just mixed in their milk it's been in their DNA for that many years allahumma ameen. thank you so much friends always a pleasure i hope you had a great time i did assalamu alaikum
0: Barakallahu fiq Imam Wissam. Everybody, Jazakallah khair for joining. As I said, this was going to be a different session than what we're normally used to. I hope that you were following the different activities, the exercises that he just guided us through and that you're going to take... These principles that you learn and actually start using it for your goal setting, start using it for your life and start using it to transform your day to day inshallah ta'ala. Now for those who are not able to join us for this session, as always, we will be uploading this recording to our Al-Maghrib Crew You podcast so you can let your friends and let your team know. They can search for it on iTunes or any other podcast app. Just type in Al-Maghrib, that's one word, then Crew you, that's one word together, C-R-E-W, the letter U, and you will find the podcast and you can subscribe to it to get automatic updates every time a new recording goes up. Our next live session is going to be on the last Tuesday of April, which is April 24th. And every live session that we have for Al-Maghrib Crew U is always on the last Tuesday of the month. For those who are tuning into the podcast right now, I highly recommend that you take the opportunity to attend it with us live. Even if you're going to come back to it, I like to come back to it myself and listen to it after the session so that I can actually get in more depth, take notes and start trying to take the gems that I can apply from it. But I definitely recommend that you come and join us live because that gives you an opportunity to get into live one-on-one discussion with the instructor to ask your questions, to give in your input, and that's at the end of the day what we want to do with this program. So I look forward to seeing all of you on our next session. We will be sending out an announcement about who our guest speaker is, what the topic is. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Until next time, jazakumullah khairan for joining us. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.